0: the money show other people's money we haven't had a chef for a while and so therefore it's great to have dina naidu the first ever winner of the south africa master chef competition with us this evening what year was that dina was that what 2014
1: hi uh, good evening uh bruce thank you so much for having me on your show uh definitely uh, the first master chef's uh, which was season one, uh, was aired on 2012. So 2012, yeah, that's 2012. a long time ago. Absolutely, Are, the years go by very quickly.
0: <laughs> Are you still dining out on the experience? Are you still treated as something of a celebrity chef? Uh,
1: well, you know, unfortunately, and I say unfortunately, yes, uh, because, you know, I didn't follow the mainstream chefing Uh, path as such, you know, uh, I I studied electronic engineering and got a degree in that area, uh, whereas there were some people who worked a hundred times more harder going through the the academies. And here I just leapfrog into the front of the queue and get all this public attention and and, and admiration, although I had not followed their, you know, uh, hard-earned journey as such I, I i sometimes am guilty of uh, of, of of you know feeling bad about that uh there is there is a book written for you
0: how to win friends and influence people it must be 70 80 years old now dale carnegie i think you need to read it because you would have really upset the 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 chefing establishment so you'd had no professional chefing experience at all up until um the master chef competition
1: absolutely not but yet uh my my passion for 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 food was immense. Uh, when I say that, not just the eating of food as such, but understanding the science behind food. At the end of the day, uh, preparation of food is uh, at its basic uh, you know uh, level a, a science as such. Uh, so, so I've been cooking since I was six years old. So I had, had, had an you know unparalleled passion for food, uh, and that gravitated that uh, my interest in food uh, throughout. That, that period of my life, it was more a hobby than anything else. Uh, but who taught which, you? Um, was it was it a was it a mum, dad, granny, grandpa thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go towards that story. Yes, to a certain extent, very much influenced by my mum, who was a diehard cook. You know, very hardworking, uh, that type of stuff. Uh, my aunt, uh, my late aunt, that is very very influential, uh, and she you know, definitely influenced my culinary. Uh, ambition to a great extent has it changed the course of your life uh I, I, yeah, yes it's, it's given me a lot of opportunities bruce uh i didn't allow it to force me into a particular uh sort of path or journey as such I wanted to lead the, you know my life the way I wanted to as such, and I didn't feel obligated to you know tick the boxes that I've got to do certain things because I occupy a certain role as such in, in the public sphere. So I, it's a very very uh, you know cautious way of, of approaching something. Uh, but yeah yeah it, it, it's, as I mentioned, it, it gave me a lot of opportunities which I embraced and I'm very grateful for. So, what's
0: your day job? Are you are you work as an electrical engineer, or do you work oh. as a chef?
1: What's the day job? <laughs> it, it, it all depends. You know, it depends on the circumstances and uh, at, that, at at a particular moment in time. So, I won the competition in 2012, uh, and uh, I was supposed to have given up my day job and you know go into this uh, culinary world and r- run this restaurant from wall to wall, that type of stuff. I, w- I wasn't too keen on risking that, uh, Bruce, because at the end of the day, nobody could confirm a, that this journey was going to be a successful one. It looked good on TV and all that other stuff, but, you know, had it not worked because my, my, my kids were still in school, I had an obligation to get them through their academic career. Mm. You know, I, I had a bond on the house, so I, I wasn't going to play, uh, you know, to, to, to this uh, sort of storyline as such. So it took me two years to make that decision. So from 2012, 2013, and it was only 2014 uh, that I sort of uh, said, okay, fine, you know what? Uh, I wanna move into this uh, uh, restauranting business uh, because I think I am in the safe zone as such with the, with the necessary support structure. So it was a calculated risk. Uh, but uh, to, to, to just to tell you where I am right now, and to answer your mm. question, is that in 2020, and this is the weirdest thing, I think I'm the luckiest guy that I know. <laughs> in, at, <a> big, <laughs> at the beginning of 2020, after eight years of restauranting, I realized that it wasn't feeding my passion as such. You know, running a restaurant as a business and cooking for friends and family are two separate entities. Yeah. Are, there's a great disparity between those two. Uh, and, and after eight years, I said, hey, listen, you know, uh, uh, this is not me. I'm losing my passion, my, my love for food because I'm running a uh, business as such. And at the beginning of 2020, I decided to get out of the industry, go back to working for a cybersecurity company, which has been phenomenal not knowing that just around the corner, we're going, we're going to be hit by this crazy epi- epidemic that took off some of the best restaurants that I know.
0: What a fortuitous moment for you. So Aria, which is the restaurant you started, it was a collaboration with Soho Sun at Monte
1: Cassino. Did you sell it to them or did you close it down? What happened to Aria? <coughs> so so Aria at Monte Cassino was a joint venture. Uh, it, you know, So it was a collaboration between... Uh, myself as this newfound celebrity chef that won the first Master Chef competition in South Africa, and their expertise, you know, they, 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 they're the leaders in uh, food and beverage and hospitality in, in, in the country, one of the leaders. So, it was a great partnership with me just having this, uh, uh, you know, uh, understanding and knowledge of food and dovetailing it with their operations skills I think what w- was a match made in heaven. So when I relinquished, uh, or you know, uh, my uh, sort of uh, uh, agreement with uh, with uh, Soko, they, they they were totally understanding, and so we just signed off and we, we we parted ways at that time. And and this it's a testimony to the fantastic relationship and support that I had from this great group, uh, Soko San.
0: So you got out of restaurants at exactly the right time and into a new career in cybersecurity at exactly the right time. What are you planning to do next year? Because I'm kind of curious as to, um, I'm I'm beginning to trust your ability to foretell the future. Um, I'm joking, of course. Dina Naidu is the winner of the first ever MasterChef South Africa. He is very cautious. Dina is very cautious. Strategic. Dina is very annoying if you are a qualified chef and this <laughs> wannabe, this this amateur comes in and steals the show from you. He's a part-time scientist, but an engineer by training. So I'm curious as to how he thinks about and manages money because that is an awful lot of really good characteristics that you could utilize to manage money. More with Dina and I do. In a moment, the Money Show. Other People's Money. Retired at exactly the right time. Chef Dean and I do now a cybersecurity expert is our Other People's Money guest this evening. It's a fascinating discussion as to how he got into cooking, how he got out of cooking at precisely the right time. Were you uh, more of a Gordon Ramsay kind of chef or a Jamie Oliver kind of a sweet, lispy kind of chef? What kind of chef were you when you were running this kitchen?
1: well let's put it this way i started off as being one of the most passive passive chefs you, you'd, you'd ever find and i realized that when you're running an operational kitchen uh you've got to be a gordon ramsay so that gordon yeah. ramsay grew into me <laughs> so there, there were a few balsamic glazes glazes and stuff that were thrown across the kitchen and uh, yeah so, 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 so it brought out a, a different part of me at certain moments in time though uh, huh? uh because you, know, you sound uh, Time. You sound very chilled and relaxed. Have you gone back to yourself? Because, I mean, we
0: can all do jobs that fundamentally alter our characters or bring out parts of our characters that we don't particularly like. Have you have you kept that um, sort of Jekyll and Hyde aspect of yourself or have you managed to put it back in its box?
1: No, no, definitely, I definitely put it back in this box because it, it was it wasn't part of my ca- characteristic attributes uh, attributes uh, attribute as such. You know, it was definitely uh, when I acted the way uh, Gordon Ramsay acted. I, I, I regretted it later, type of stuff. You know, and there was a lots of apologies. It shows to the weakness of uh, you know of my character sometimes. Uh, but uh, something that I need to mention, uh, Bruce, is that there's been a turnaround in my life, strangely enough. And uh, at the beginning of July this year, I contracted COVID uh, and uh, an extreme uh, variant, well, the Delta variant, that is, and that uh, hospitalized me for two months uh, with severe lung damage. Seventy percent of my lung, of my left lung, was damaged. And thanks to a fantastic physician, Doctor Varyava, he literally nursed me from uh, from you know having twenty five percent chance of survival to 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 sort of complete recovery. And during those two months, uh, my view on life and my next, uh, you know, my sort of five-year plan that's changed totally. uh, I decided at that time there were other priorities in my life that needed attention. And uh, no sooner had I been discharged at the end of August this year, I resigned from that job, Bruce, uh, just to spend some time with myself more than, and, and, and as weird as that sound, I was so busy, you know, with other stuff that that I sort of forgot who I am as a person. As philosophical as that sounds, but mm. spending all that time at ICU and, you know, in medical wards, not knowing what the next day is going to bring to you in terms of results and stuff, uh, it made me change my uh, attitude totally. So I, I'm I'm sort of now sit and and, and you know, the, the sitting at home, just 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 doing like crazy stuff, you know, writing blogs and uh, uh, starting to write my recipe book that I never had the time. Uh, and, and it goes back to why I can afford to do this, you know, uh, not very many people can. And, and I say this, uh, uh, you know, with all due respects and not everyone, anyone, you know, everyone can afford to take uh, six months out of their life and still, you know, may, be able to pay the bills and that type of stuff. So, so, so it just you know it just goes to show that my baseline lifestyle it was very conservative all these years. I never. Now, inter- talk to me, uh, talk to me then about that because this is
0: what it's about, you know. I mean, we learn from people who from all walks of life who have different attitudes and approaches to money. So, what has put you in a position at your age now? And I'm assuming what are you mid fifties or thereabouts? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I, I'm, I'm actually- I mean, to be in that position where you can take time out to reflect and re-energize and rethink your life is a massive privilege, but you seem to have earned that privilege. How did you go about putting yourself in a position that you can do this?
1: Absolutely, you know, Bruce, uh, I think if if you look at it in the simplest of terms, I didn't play to one of the cardinal sins, which is, you know, ego and pride and vanity and, and greed, that type of stuff. I led a very conservative life. The, the the vehicles that I drive, I've got my logbooks in my in my one of my files. So you know, they they they, they sort of literally paid off because I don't want to impress people using money that I don't have, especially people that I don't know type of stuff. Because I, I read some time ago, you know, we spend most of our lives earning uh, or spending money that we don't have, trying to impress people that we don't know. So so my life was very conservative as as long as I could put a uh, a roof over my uh, you know roof over our heads as a family, I could put a plate of food on on the table every day. Uh, I, I could take care of a medical aid, which is I had to subscribe to private medical aid and I could just complete my my daughter's name is Aria, uh, you know finish half the amount of money to complete her degree as such uh, because my son's completed his honors. Uh, that's all the basic stuff that I need. You know, I, I don't have to pay off a uh, 15 million rand bond and uh, two Germany, uh, German cars uh, installments for the next five years. So so having, you know, instilled in me conservative ways of uh, dealing with finances, and I, it, it's got a lot to do with my background. You know, I grew up in, in a place called Chatsworth. Uh, it's, it's a township. And, and some, of the, some of the best, you know, some great businessmen, great academics, political leaders would change, you know, to help change uh, and mold the country into the democracy that we had. You know, they, they were amongst us in, in, in that, it came from that area as such. So I, I, I attribute a lot of my uh, humble way of uh, living to those groundings and what I've learned from that, that, that period of my life and in that area. So, I mean, as as conservative
0: as you were in terms of your approach to your work life, you've been very conservative and careful in terms of managing money. Do you see yourself going back to work? Do you see yourself going back to to earning
1: again? Absolutely. I, I've taken six months off, uh, you know, just, just to heal, physically heal, because 70% of my lung <laughs> yeah. was damaged, but it's improving every day. Uh, I just want to do certain things that I, you know, Bruce, there was a time in in that ICU that I I said, if I had to pass away today, I have so many regrets. I didn't Mm -hmm. visit this relative of mine for the last 25 years. I didn't go back to that vacation spot that my family, my my late dad camped uh, 25 or 30 years ago. So those are the little things that I want to do for the next six months as such. I think it's a bit too early for me to retire as such. Uh, And and that's the only reason I will go back to earning an income because I don't want to, you know, dig into my capital as such. That's sustaining me for the next, uh, you know, my my, my sort of sabbatical that I'm uh, experiencing right now. Could you be tempted back to the kitchen or is that part of your life over? Uh, Yes, I'll go back to the kitchen, but not in a business context, uh, Bruce. Uh, it, It would be more to maybe education type of stuff i'd love to do you know uh like appearances at certain schools do some demonstrations for them uh partner with some brands in my free time you know because i still love the the interaction uh in the kitchen as such you know the technology behind food that type of stuff so i've, I've got to co- you know constantly fuel that uh aspect of my passion and i think i can do it uh, you know, via engagement with different brands, which I'm busy with right now. You know, I, I did some great stuff last week that wasn't too... So you're
0: to becoming one. an influencer. Are we Are going to see you uh, doing reels <laughs> on Instagram and flipping eggs and pancakes and stuff? Or, um, you know, I'm, I'm guessing it's, it's very much a work in progress.
1: Absolutely. Yes, yes. Influence people to do the right thing. You know, <laughs> that type of stuff. Fabulous discussion
0: this evening, Dina. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And I'm so pleased that you've recovered. And I mean, that that time in ICU, uh, forcing a rethink of, of his life, the first winner of MasterChef in South Africa, into the restaurant trade, out of the restaurant trade, into cybersecurity, into ICU, out of ICU, writing the recipe book, living the life, and, and recalibrating. And it's such an important life lesson and a money lesson as well in a financial position to be able to afford to make a a decision which so few people can afford to make in their 50s because people have, have have lived a lifestyle and have, have, have done that showy offy thing of impressing people they don't really know what care about um simply for for ego and uh, dina not falling into that trap so well done dina lovely lessons thank you very much for sharing those with us this evening here on the money show